Throwback NBA is the reason I want to talk to you because on your show, not the most recent episode, but last week's episode, you mentioned the 2016 uh, Cleveland Golden State Warriors Game 7, and you were rewatching it with seemingly all of Twitter. And I loved that game, and I remember watching that game, but I have not rewatched that game. And now Um, we're in this weird world where the only thing that exists is the past. (laughs) So, yeah. What is and that's there... the way I usually like live live my my sports fandom is I I regularly go back. Um, I just you know I, I just I'm very nostalgic for the '90s NBA, and then also I just like rewatching stuff to see what I didn't notice the first time. So so it's what... been a while that everyone's on the same wavelength wavelength right now. I've rewatched uh, the Chicago Cubs win the World Series in 2016, and I've rewatched the Chicago Blackhawks win the Stanley Cup. In 2013 and 2015, not because yeah. I queued those things up, but because that's what either MLB was playing or Comcast Chicago was playing. So I'll watch things that I have an emotional connection with based on where I'm from. But right. I I don't think like I'm going to rewatch anything that isn't like from the last decade. Like I, I I don't I don't know where to start. I don't know if I'll care regardless of how good the game was. Yes, yes. Um, well, I don't know. So you rewatched Cubs Game 7, you said? Yeah. So I – and I was talking to somebody else. When I watched that and when I watched that 2016 um, Cavs uh, Finals Game 7, it, it was stressful. It wasn't that enjoyable. It was like you were hanging on to every possession, um, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't like – more so when they won, it was more just a relief. And oh, I'm sure yeah. for like Cubs fans too, it was like, thank God that was over. I can't believe, you know, it, it probably took years off people's lives. Um, but to go back and know the outcome when you rewatch it, it, it is more of an enjoyable experience. That is correct. But I don't know if I would have ever rewatched it once again, if I wasn't already emotionally invested. So, I was not emotionally invested in the last finals, but I enjoyed them immensely. My biggest problem with the 2019 NBA finals is it didn't go seven games. Like that's not really a real complaint. I I just was spoiled and I wanted to see more of it. I have no interest in rewatching any of that though. Yeah. um, Yeah. Last, last finals was every like stuff just kept happening where we saw sort of the Raptors were going to win. It wasn't like out of nowhere that the Raptors won. Like, they went up early and then KD got hurt mm-hmm. and it's just in Kawhi was a totally capable player. Like you're like, it's not going to be crazy if the Raptors win. And it's so funny that people forget the Raptors won. Like people are like, finally the golden state warriors reign is over. It's like <laughs> the Raptors won last year. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it, it is strange that, and I don't think many people even care to relive that either. So, um, yeah, it's like there's there's a lot of recent stuff. I haven't aside from that finals uh, that I was talking about the the 2016 one where the uh, Cavs came back three mm-hmm. one. There hasn't been much like recent recent stuff um, ever rewatching. I mean, I think the latest stuff I've been rewatching is the Kobe stuff. Okay, so um, here's the thing: not a yeah. fan. Uh, I've never liked yeah, Kobe no, Bryant for sure. <laughs> um, I don't like his style of play. I. Yeah always dislike the Lakers. Some of my best friends are Lakers fans. I'm just not a Lakers guy. I just it's never going to happen and that's okay. <clears throat> I love the current Lakers so I'm a liar. I love LeBron, but yeah. um I don't like the revisionist history of Kobe. That being said, in 100 years from now, 
either this season will have been canceled because of the coronavirus in the history books or because Kobe yeah. Bryant passed away because of coronavirus. Who? I yeah, I just wait. <laughs> you think that people will say that? Oh yes, 100%. I'm also convinced <laughs> that in 100 years people will think that Jay-Z and Kanye West watched The Throne was about uh Tiger King. <laughs> That's very very true. I mean, I can see a Tarantino movie. Tar- Tar- Quinn Tarantino Jr. will make that movie. <laughs> um I like the but, idea yeah, of Quinn Tarantino funny. having a child. Like that's never going to happen. <laughs> He may have children now. I mean, I, I'm I, I'm a fan of him, and I still have no idea. Um, but yeah, uh, it is it is crazy how weird the NBA in particular, you know, with Kobe Bryant's death, and mm-hmm. then now this. Um, it's just it, it's crazy. It happens so close together, and you're like, I mean, yeah, when this when the NBA got suspended, and every all the dominoes started falling with all sports, you, you're like, we just you know, experience one of the craziest sports things a month and a half prior to that, like yeah. before that. And so like people, it's almost like people are running retrospectives and like, uh, you know, memorial, like memorial tapes and whatever. And it's just like, Oh yeah. Kobe died. Yeah. Um, like I tweeted, uh, like a couple weeks ago, I was like, I'm still sad about Kobe. Like I'm not, yeah. but basketball is gone. You know, I don't, yeah. I mean, I might, my uh optimism for the nba coming back is is near gone do you think and I, I feel like i'm one of the last people holding on do you think that i want all sports to come back for political reasons um but do you think the nba should call like lock in the current standings and go this is the playoff field and we're and we're going to just do like an augmented um college style like one in what not one in one out but like instant elimination for round one maybe like best of three for round two etc to shorten it up and to like do it in a closed location or do you think they should either like or should it like if it doesn't come back 100 percent, don't come back at all so aspects of that yes i I agree with like um we have i think they have to adopt some sort of like march madness tournament style um but i feel like you gotta have a couple weeks of to finish this regular season just because it is it is such a common thing for um like the last few weeks of nba regular seasons for these seven eight nine ten seeds to be competing for a spot in the playoffs sure um you know there is stuff that you know there are there are seating in the nba that has been decided within those last couple of games to where we just know that that's such a thing that it, it just would be it would be unfair, I think, to to just go. These are this. These are the the rankings because it is part of the strategy in the NBA for teams to go. Hey, let's sit this guy because we have a bigger you know matchup coming mm-hmm. up. Um, you know, so like teams had lost games not on purpose, but like you know ran lineups um, a certain way, not knowing this the season was going to be over. Of so course, I just think you got to have some games. And then, like, playoffs, yes. I mean, it, it would also be really crazy if it is single elimination in those first few rounds. It would be crazy if it was, like, a three-game elimination. What if this? Hear me out. What if every team that's currently statistically eliminated from the playoffs are just, like, out of it? So, therefore, like, Atlanta Hawks can't play, the Pistons can't yes. play, the Cavs can't play, but the, like, bubble teams, the Bulls, the Knicks, and the Hornets, like, they get a 
I don't know. There's like a one week where they play like one game a day, sort of like Olympic trial style. Yeah, totally. I'm totally for that. And then like, but looking at the math, it's just, it's, it's hard to figure out how that would work. I think. Oh, I disagree. I don't think it's hard at all. I mean, there's a thing. I'm going to look at it right now, but yeah, like, there's what, like it's confusing, like 12 games left in the regular 13 or something like that. There's like 65 games per each team played about ish. Yeah. So something I'm like looking that. at, let's see. So I guess, you know, there is a little bit of a separation between the Grizzlies that are eighth in the West and then the Blazers that are about, let's see how many games behind three and a half. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you could, you could lock it. I felt like it was closer, but like, yeah, I, I'm fine with that. Like, we'll just eliminate the Timberwolves and the Warriors. So like they're a wash, they're out they're, They yeah. th- statistically cannot make the playoffs. Fine. Absolutely, they don't yeah. come back. Um, it's just so funny because remember, I don't know if you were, you pay attention to the NBA like this, but when they announced that the all-star game was going to have different rules where it's like winner of each quarter. Mm -hmm. And then like the fourth quarter is to a certain point, like people lost their mind. And it was a huge success. It was a huge success, but people for about a month were like, someone explain this to me. How does this, and it's just like, we're about to have to do a lot of math. Mm-hmm. to move on if if we even come back i mean what is the earliest the nba comes back july or you do a quarantine like it's <laughs> sort of how grocery stores are like one in one out every single player is tested yeah once they're clear they're quarantined in the hotel room with the team and then those two right. teams or however many teams like are ready to play they play now let's say the knicks have like three players that test positive coronavirus guess what you're eliminated you don't get to play <laughs> so if anything yeah. it encourages team health Okay, and it encourages a sense of unity. I'm just well, trying. This, to, here, here's the why thing I really that you mentioned it. is testing. Yes, but like, I mean, like they said here in California, if you want to be tested, you can get tested. That's like, everywhere, but that's a is lie. it everywhere now? Yeah, it's a complete complete lie. lie. And I think uh, again, I, I I tweet this to like four people a day. It's like, yes, I feel like the NBA could come up with a solid plan for players to not get coronavirus, but if there is a single misstep or something that they don't predict, it will speak so, like, the, the consequences will be huge just because it's the NBA and everyone in the world will be watching it. Like, there's just, like, a responsibility that they have if they were to go forward when they're not ready. What are your thoughts about Major League Baseball's plan, one of their plans to have, like, an Arizona season? I mean, I want it to happen. I just want to be sure that it is we're we're ready to go. I love like what were the names of the the conferences or the divisions? The Cactus like, League. I see. I love that shit. Like that is, and I want to see patches made. I want to mm-hmm. see like, um, yeah, I want to see it happen. But I just don't think we're at a level where we've even like officially flattened the curve everywhere. Of course. Um, you know. So, but. Yeah, I, I'm all for these modified seasons um, and figuring it out that way. I, I like the creativity behind it also. You said creativity, which sure. is perfect transition. There's two things yeah. I want to point out before I move on. Uh, number one, the reason why I want all these leagues to come back is because if baseball doesn't come back specifically, because baseball mm-hmm. is America, I think it's super yeah. easy to say we can't have a general election in November. Wow. Yeah, I mean – yeah, the, well, the elections earlier were all messed up because, you know, like old people couldn't have left their house or yeah. shouldn't have left their house. Like, So if there's any yeah. baseball, apple pie, like if if you if there's no baseball season, it's super easy to say, well, we can't have an election until 2021. And that is very scary for obvious yeah. reasons. 
And then creativity. Um, ESPN, Comcast Sports, they're all re-airing <laughs> stuff. I get it. Here's the thing. Yeah. They're not re-airing my two favorite things in sports. Whenever I'm super sad and super depressed and don't know what to watch and like there's no games that are going on or my team has been eliminated, I'll put on an old slam dunk contest or I'll put on an old home run derby because uh-huh. those are just pure fun. Now, yes. why aren't they just re-airing slam dunk competitions and the home run derby with like scientists and other experts of saying like this is how they did this dunk or like this is the trajectory of this Ken Griffey Jr. baseball from 1994 like how he was able to do that that would be fun and also like a way for kids to learn about how to hit dingers properly yeah you know what I I think um and I don't want to ever hurt my future employ uh employments or places of employment but I just think a lot of these networks play it really safe um and I think a lot of like what you're looking for is on social media, mm-hmm. um, which has been great. Like they have, you know, reacting to highlights or reacting to old games where they add that other element of a player or expert yeah. rewatching stuff. Uh, I think a lot of that exists on the internet and it hasn't really transferred um, to television because I feel like networks just don't want to experiment or, or gamble i think espn2 has been showing some of those dunk contests but like it would be awesome if lebron was re-watching his mcdonald's all-american dunk yes contest. like yes that's all that's you gotta what do. I want. it's a picture in picture you know his him zooming and watching those highlights like he's doing it on his instagram story but just but make you, that a television event you you wouldn't you cover the all-star game this year correct uh yeah somewhat but you the slam dunk contest was amazing and controversial just rerun that and like rehash that out with those judges yeah i i I totally agree i just i don't know you know they're going for other easier stuff uh easier for them like i think it's easy for them to do yeah rewatching or like have having aaron gordon uh, explain his dunks in the dunk contest. Yes. It's pleading his case to D Wade, you know, um, but they're going for, let's have pan. I mean, in, in the beginning of this, I think they were having panel discussions where it was like NBA players and personalities and like commentators were explaining how this affects the league and like having Dr. Fauci on or mm. having, you know, uh, other experts on to explain it. And I think that was good. But now we're all just kind of like, all right, I think we're just in here for a couple months. Yeah. Let's do the fun, let's do the fun stuff. And but I think that, I don't think they've adapted to that yet. They've also, it, they will. they've also like blown through all the championships. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you follow baseball, but on opening day, it was amazing. Cause it was literally like the last 10 years of championships mixed with like the last 10 years of either perfect games or like a crazy super dramatic 18 inning game like and now we're like i think a lot of people thought we would be back by now and there's nothing to rewatch. <laughs> yeah well again in in all respect but like um there are one billion kobe anniversaries like there are people <laughs> make up and i even made fun of our own my own company that I, uh, in a recent video but it's just like we will find reasons to show an old uh, Kobe, LeBron, or Jordan clip and be like, on this day, Kobe tied his shoes and dunked it within 30 seconds. Like, what is this specific anniversary you're making up? Um, but yeah, we're getting in that territory where we're just digging deep and it's to obscurity or just complete randomness. Have you rewatched a game that you did not see live? 
Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of Kobe stuff because I okay. also wasn't a Co- I wasn't a Kobe fan. I just thought he was too much of a copycat. Um, and you know, obviously with the court stuff, and the, I was just trying to do the right thing. And I, I and as a you know a now Lakers fan, I was like, I owe it to myself to sort of know the history while I have the time. So I let's say you ne- you don't move back to Los Angeles and you yeah. stay in New York or Chicago or Cleveland. Do you become mm-hmm. a Lakers fan? Um, uh, yeah, but less like publicly, okay. like I, I'm just such a LeBron guy Yeah, that, that, that's the whole reason. And so maybe that's the better that question. Here, if LeBron yeah. doesn't become a Laker, are you a Lakers fan? No, absolutely not. Okay, cool. So you're a LeBron fan first and foremost, and he happens to play yeah. for the Lakers. Therefore you'll happen to learn the history of the team that he's currently playing for. Yep. That's exactly. cool. I agree. With, I completely agree with you. Um, I know that you're very much excited. You're very much excited. You're looking forward to the Jor- the ten part Jordan series. So um, excited. Megan is not. <laughs> Megan is your she wife. Does not like the Bulls. Uh, she's not. from Indiana. <laughs> you are from Cleveland, but you you associate yourself more as a Bulls outside fan Cleveland. outside Cleveland. Yeah. But you still associate yourself as more of a Bulls fan than a Cavs fan. Uh, yeah, big time. Well, Why? I was born in Marshalltown, Iowa. The Midwest, and 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 I was I lived there till I was five, um, and I kind of think my basketball fandom started when I was like three. But it was like W. We had WGN. Okay, you know, so that that makes sense. You know, you get every Bulls game, not mm-hmm. just the nationally televised stuff. So, and it was just '90s Bulls, and I was a kid. I liked three things. It was like Fresh Prince, NBA, and SNL. So it was like. I liked the biggest things at that time. And so when then when we moved to Erie, Pennsylvania, which is an hour and a half outside of Cleveland, we whenever we uh, would go to Cleveland to watch games, it would be when the Bulls were in town. Got so, it. So yeah. did you enjoy the Rodman 30 for 30? I did, yes. I think he is a complicated fella. Um, and it, 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 like the way the Bulls are like, the way Jordan and those guys figured out Rodman was really incredible to me. And I, we just talked about this, I think on the podcast that went up today, just, he is a cultural icon. He transcended basketball. Rodman or Jordan? Rodman. Sure. Sure. I love Rodman. uh, Yeah. I, 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 for very, very, very conflicted reasons. Um, I'm a slightly bigger man, and when I would play basketball, like I, my goal, my job was essentially to be like the Rodman. Like my job was to get rebounds, you know, because like I could, yeah. I could shoot fine, but like just like use the body for the body. So I loved Rodman. I also loved guys that are very suicidal and self-destructive, and like come on, yeah. the, his book, his wonderful, wonderful book. He's got a handful, but the most famous one opens with him about to swallow a shotgun, and then he hears a live by Pearl Jam and doesn't do it. Like that's crazy and wow. wonderful. Is that bad as I want to be? Yeah, that's how it opens. I got to read that. Um, and clearly I love the guy for that. I also uh, dislike the man because he's very, 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 very dumb. And uh, that's why he's the most important political basketball so, figure of all time. When you say dumb, it's just, yeah, I mean, like, uh, he has the platform and he's just, like, said yes to too many things and giving him undeserved responsibility. He is a poor judge of character. He is dumb. Yeah. He's emotionally yeah. stunted. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's it's almost our fault too for looking at athletes uh, for certain things. No, I disagree completely. It's it be, it, for the same reasons you have Rodman, you have LeBron, who didn't even go to college, but now has like he's one of the biggest educators in the state of Ohio and is setting the yeah. best example for the world, not a certain small set of basketball fans. So I got to disagree with you on that. 
Okay. Okay. Sorry. Well, I got, I'm learning too, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> What what is something that you're going to rewatch that you're looking forward to rewatching, or do you just stumble upon whatever's on and you're like, oh, this is pretty cool. I'll sit down and watch it. So my job um, is I work in sports highlight, like House of Highlights, and now and we were already doing this, but we have we we hired like the YouTube NBA highlights pioneer. We hired a few of them, like they are well known on on Reddit NBA. Uh, forums and what they do is they do these like uh, these condensed games of all the like most famous games mm-hmm. um, in history and we've got we've been doing that for about two years now um, and now we're just like we're into some games that people forgot about like certain LeBron 40 point games certain like um, weird even Jordan games I think we have Wilt Chamberlain games on there so like I just pull up our YouTube channel not to promote here, but there's just tons of stuff on there. And we do a great job of like titling why it's significant. Like, let me, like today we just put up Jeremy Lin's uh, game during the insanity against the Lakers, uh, which was going to be like one of my recommendations. Mm -hmm. And it's the significance of the game was it was during the insanity. People thought it was dying out. And then the night before, uh, the night before the Knicks were going to play the Lakers, they interviewed Kobe and they were like, what do you think of Jeremy Lin? Like this Jeremy Lin guy, he's like taking the league by storm. It was the biggest thing. I don't know if you remember. Oh yeah. It was, it was huge. Like the biggest thing happening in sports and Kobe acted like he didn't know who Jeremy Lin was. <laughs> um, and then, so then Madison square garden Lakers were in town. Uh, Jeremy Lin went off for 38 points uh, against the Lakers in prime time on ESPN. And then Linsanity continued for like two, three more weeks after that. So that's a game that we just put up on house of highlights that I, I very much enjoy. That's a very, very good pick. I come, I didn't forget about Linsanity, but I, it was one of those things where like non sports fans would know about it. And that was really nice and pretty rare. Yeah. I mean, I think people remember the moment or remember like that time, but like there were very specific games um, and very specific like moments that were happening within Linsanity that just made it so insane. He got like, the weird had... haircut after Linsanity, right? Yes, yes. Okay. He, <laughs> yeah, he, he went through um, some fun fashion in uh, in hairstyle choices. And didn't he also get a ring last year? Did he get a no? Yeah, wasn't he a Raptor so. last year? I think he might have gotten a ring, yeah. I think he did. I think you're right. I think you are right. Yep, he did. He did, yes. And then as of one day ago, Jeremy Lin pledges up to $1 million to battle coronavirus. Good for him. Yeah. What a good guy. He's great, yeah. He's, he's a, he has a great story. I mean, he's over in China, I think, right now, playing, or like not playing right now, but like he's like their Michael Jordan over there. The Beijing Ducks in the CBA. Yeah, which I think he needed. I think he just needed to play a full season of basketball somewhere. Yeah. Damn. Good for Jeremy Lin. We should all aspire yeah. to be like Jeremy Lin. Uh, if there, could you give me one tip for how to rewatch this stuff if it's not something that I give a shit about that I could appreciate? Like, I think you got to start with a player or okay. just make, make, a, make a list of players, make a list of teams. Uh, 30 for 30s are great. You know, if you watch a 30 for 30 of like, say, the Bad Boys Pistons and mm-hmm. you want to go, like, Obviously, those like documentaries really dramatize stuff. Sure, but when you when you rewatch it, this applies to like even Jordan. 
Um, and this guy I work with just did a, a great breakdown. His name is Dakid Gowie. He just did a great breakdown of, you know, we, we say Michael Jordan's the greatest player ever, but to watch a full game, you can kind of tell where Jordan is human, where he maybe needed to pass a little bit more during a game, or maybe he needed to um, take over in a certain part. But like, you kind of notice that by watching full game, but like, Thinking of a player, thinking of a team, thinking of something just in history and going, I don't know much about that. Literally type it into YouTube and just things will pop up and you just kind of just have to surf a little bit. That's a good tip. And, if anything, what you just reminded me is like, oh, I should rewatch some Bill, like things that got Bill Ambeer into a fight. Exactly. Exactly. And how physical it was. Because people will be like, oh, we weren't allowed to do this stuff. Um, and yeah, I mean, 90s NBA was was completely different. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that I think you and I could even do is watch those seasons where when Jordan first retired. Like, how good were the Rockets and oh, the yeah. Magic? How close were the Magic to uh, winning a championship in the mid-90s? Like, would that have been different if the Magic had won? Would Shaq have stayed? Would Penny be still healthy? And then... You know, would Jordan ever come back and then the Bulls win those three championships? There's a lot of like questions and like, you know, revisionist history that you can make up by by watching these games. Are you afraid in a personal reason that sports are going to become less of a distraction and more of a reminder that things aren't normal? I don't I just I don't think I'll ever I just need them back to like <laughs> I, I don't. The thing is, like. I don't think things are going to be normal mm-hmm. across the board. Oh, agreed. So, agreed. and just to see it back in some form, uh, five on five basketball is just, I, I will just be happy and grateful for, for that to come back in any way, whether it's no fans, whether it's less games, less traveling, like it definitely when what, but the, the thing is like, I think the league and a lot of these, again, media outlets think, us watching horse <clears throat> is going to recreate that same feeling. And it is, that's like where you say it is reminding me that things are crazy yeah. in a bad way. Cause I just, I, I, I tried watching horse. I didn't love it. Um, if I did the parts that I did love were for the completely wrong reasons and yeah. like just novelty. Um, so when, when sports come back, whatever major sport it is, I'm, I will be happy and, and thankful that they're, they're figuring out a way. Can I ask you a personal question that relates to your job? Okay, yeah. Are you, you and your wife, um, how are you two handling this with uh, you doing work and her occasionally doing like shows, but they're not really shows because they're over Zoom or something like that? How is this affecting your like four month old marriage? Uh, It's, I think we're doing incredible. I think we're, it's an A plus, you know, I think, we, I, you know, I work from home already and, and I just think our careers are so weird. We're so mm-hmm. weird to begin with, um, being both comedians, uh, both, you know, you know, I, I work full time, but you know, she has like TV jobs where it's like a couple months or a few months here and there. And so like, we are always up for the uncertain. Um, and I think we've handled this of like, we're not going to say no to any jobs, um she's doing every live show zoom show that she can just to stay sharp and i think that's the right call whether she feels embarrassed or we feel embarrassed about you know going on ig live or doing stuff that's out of the normal for us it's like we're just happy we can do it you know we're happy that people are asking us um 
we're happy. Like I'm, I, I, I told you when we first got on the call, like I'm now a podcast engineer. Like I can complain in the moment, but I'm like happy that people still want our podcast. Yeah. So hopefully that never changes. And, and I think so far so good. Um, could you guys met a long time ago in a different city? You've lived in a different city. Do you think you'd be doing as well if you were still based in New York together? No. Yeah. No. Did you? You bought a ping pong, pong table? table? Yes. Is I that... went through a phase of this whole thing where I was like, we need to make our home like a Dave and Buster's or else <laughs> I will go crazy. So we got a ping pong table. I've, I've talked to myself out of buying a Papa shot just because I was like, again, the same way with watching ESPN horse. It's just novelty and it's not going to fill the void in my heart. Do you have a hoop? Um, um, I don't have a hoop. No. Why don't you just get a hoop? Well, our, you know, in LA, our houses are so close to the other like yards. Like mm-hmm. uh, my relationship isn't strong with um, our neighbors like we just had new neighbors move in and I don't want to be knocking on their door, especially now where yeah. like social distancing where I'm like, Hey, can I grab my ball that has my <laughs> fingerprint and, and germs all over it? Like, yeah. so a pop a shot in our garage was like the, an idea. And I'm like, I don't need to be doing this. Like I, I should write a script. I should pour more effort into my full-time job and like think of other things to do. Like, so the ping pong table is enough. 